together growing in faith, changing communities. My dear brothers and sisters, today I would like us to reflect on the Gospel of Luke chapter 19 from verse 41 to 44. At that time, when Jesus drew near and saw the city, he wept over it, saying, Would that even today you knew the things that make for peace? But now they are hidden from your eyes. For the days shall come upon you when your enemies will cast up a bank about you and surround you and hem you in on every side and dash you to the ground, you and your children within you. And they will not leave one stone upon another in you because you did not know the time of your visitation. It's one of those rare occasions in the scriptures where Jesus weeps. It is found here in Luke chapter 19 verse 41, but it is also found in the gospel of John chapter 11 when he wept over the death of Lazarus. Verse 36. But I'd like us to look at this. When Jesus drew near and he saw the city, when he saw Jerusalem, he wept over it. Because he knows what it used to be. He knows Jerusalem in its glory. He knows what Jerusalem has achieved over the years. And the importance of Jerusalem, dear brothers and sisters, lies not in the city, but rather in the temple. And the temple is only as important as it has the Ark of the Covenant. As a place where God dwells. And so Jesus looks at what this used to be. But he also sees what this can become. But he sees what it will end up being. These are three different dimensions. What it used to be. What it can become knowing its potential but what it has chosen to become. And the same applies to us. God knows who I am. He knows who you are. He knows where you've come from. He knows what you've done. He celebrates your achievements and he knows the potential that lies within you and rightfully so because he placed it there. God does not make any junk. God knows you for your greatness. And you know the most important and interesting thing is that God is not even threatened by your greatness. He longs for the greatness to come forth. 
He wants it to come forth. And is not threatened by it. And so today we are seeing a God who, who could be weeping over us. Over our lives. Over the decisions we have made. And as he looks, one of the biggest questions, what's going on here? What is happening with you? And so the Lord looks at what might happen. That the peace and the love, the serenity that he has placed within our reach, somehow we've compromised it. It appears to me that certainly at every given moment, every day, we are somehow at the crossroads. Decisions need to be made. Am I taking this route? Or the other route. And with every decision that I make. With every route that I take. There are consequences. And so. How do I make those decisions? How do I listen to the spirit of God. In prayer. How do I learn to listen to what God is saying rather than to what I want him to say? Am I even willing to trust God with those decisions? Am I willing to trust God to lead me, to guide me, to direct me? While it is true that some decisions that we make can give us a sense of peace, you can still make a good decision and still not be at peace. You can still make a good decision and still not be at peace. And that's okay. But am I able to listen to God in prayer? Am I able to allow him? Am I able to let him guide me? With every decision, there is always a risk. And the author reminds Jerusalem that the days shall come when your enemies will stand and surround you and want to destroy you. But have you created a fortified city? Have you filled your life, your spirituality so that in days of famine, of hunger, 
of darkness, of chaos, God can carry you. Have I filled my days with God so that in moments of despair I do not lose hope? Have I allowed God to fill me, to feed me, to mold me, to shape me for whatever lies in the future. Because my dear brothers and sisters, rest assured, difficult moments will come. Difficult people you will meet. How will you navigate the boat through a stormy weather? How will you learn? How will you grow? How will I survive? And how will I move through a tunnel into the light that beacons at the end? And so as the Lord cries out for Jerusalem, he cries out for us, for our families, for our marriages, for our churches, for our communities, for our country, for our children. And so we pray today that he may not leave us. He may not abandon us, but rather we may learn from him. And we may be patient with ourselves. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with you, to protect, to bless, and to guide you. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.